I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Put a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with this life, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my what's up guys welcome back to episode 174 of psychotic and iconic policy along with my co-host nick theories and philly phil thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight if you haven't done so already please go ahead and share it thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all of our platforms we're doing something a little bit different tonight we want to watch the game we know everybody at home is watching the game so we're doing it from the couch where we could see the game so if we get a little bit off topic and we start screaming when we start cracking the vikings ass Please just bear with us in the moment. I like that. That's good energy. What's up, theories? So that's how you feel about the game tonight. You think they're, we're going to smack their ass like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Let's go right into the preview because I'm fired up for Let's this Let's talk game. about it. I got on the 96 Dawkins. Let's talk the about starter it. version. Hey, yo, Philly Phil, can you, can you put my mic up a you little say, bit? I was a little out of sorts here because I just got here and realized we were doing this setup. I feel good. Look, I'm sitting. I can't say it anymore because it would be. Why? Yeah, well, you know how the world is. Nah, today. fuck it. We, you sitting Indian style, bro. Yeah. All right, I'm it's sitting no problem. Indian style. We don't right do crisscross yeah. applesauce. This isn't kindergarten. This is like my peaceful moment. So, like, I'm ready to pop. You look like you're getting ready to, uh, let's go, meditate. Yeah, that's what I do. All right, well, let's meditate you and figure out. Put on Fast Car by Tracy Chapman and then close your eyes and then you'll meditate. It is a good song. Yeah. It is a good song. All right, so the Vikings tonight play at the Eagles. Eagles are minus seven. I believe it was down to six and a half. Mm -hmm. Do you think the Eagles and Jalen Hurts return the form tonight? Uh, I sure hope so against this defense. I feel like uh, this defense can be had. I think the Eagles will have success tonight. I think the Eagles will put up more than 30 points tonight. Um, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to run a lot more than he did in week one. So I'm expecting the Eagles to really mix it up this game. Um, and I want to see more DeAndre Swift. Um, I mean, like, well, we traded for him. Um, Gainwell's out, which he looked like he was our number one back. I want to see what Swift can do. So I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to get him some reps and see how he fits in this offense. Yeah, I think the Eagles are definitely um, – it's a perfect game for them to get back to back to form. you got Kirk Cousins in prime time, who's 0-9 or 0-10. Um, their center's out. Um, I know Bradbury's out, the Kobe Dean, Reed Blankenship. But honestly, like with the with the Vikings, dude, I just it, it's it's I think it's a bad spot for them. They're coming off a loss against Tampa Bay. It's a short week. The Eagles are at home. It's the home opener right after the Super Bowl. I think the Eagles are going to be fired up and ready to go. I agree with that. But everything like I, I hate when everybody thinks the Eagles are going to blow them out. Like Vegas ain't built on that. Bro. I wish you kept the same energy. You know what I mean? I like, wish you kept the same energy. I, I'm just saying I have to look at it from that perspective. I mean, it is only a six and a half point game, which is a pretty, pretty, pretty sizable line. You I like six say. and a half. What? I'll provide it. <laughs> Fuck, we talking about <laughs> what the hell? Are we talking about write that down. I'll provide <laughs> it. So yeah. So what I'm saying is, is like the six and a half. Like to me, like I don't know. I I think the Eagles are a much better team than a touchdown favorite, in my opinion. So. Yeah. I have my concerns with that. And you know, we know Vegas is not built on everybody betting the same shit. Obviously. So I'm that's where I'd like the skepticism for me kicks in. But the Eagles are far and far ahead of, above the, the Vikings in every uh phase of the game. So you touched on Kenny Gainwell being out. Um, I think it's a pretty big loss for them because obviously he was our starter and Kenny Gainwell's a good back. Who mm -hmm. do you think leads their backfield tonight? Do you think it's Swift or do you think it's um Rashad, if Tom changed, you wouldn't get a penny. Tom ain't changing. So, yeah. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> so, no so cap. Let's, 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 let's just keep it a buck here. You know what I mean? But in my opinion, it's got to be DeAndre Swift. I think the Eagles are actually – like, my theory is that he didn't play much last game. He had one carry, and he had one catch. So, he had two touches last game. And you know his injury history. So, I wonder if the Eagles were just trying to ease him back in because they know it's a quick turnaround on Thursday. So it's a perfect spot for him to get a lot of reps this game. And I expect the Eagles to play him a lot more than uh, Penny and Scott. And also after this game, the Eagles have 10 days to rest up. So that's where the injury history with me like kind of kicks in with Swift. And I think the Eagles are kind of being a little bit cautious for that reason. But I think tonight he, he he's going to score. Yeah, same for me. Um, I like the thing. I, the thing that confused me last week was why would you trade for him and only give him that minimal work? 
Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, what I I mean. Ju- it just didn't make right. any sense. So I like the angle that you took that they could have just been easing them in with the injury history and it being on a short week. Um, but I want to talk also about the uh, receivers. Yeah. Who do you think has a bigger game, Jefferson or um, Brown? I got to go Jettis here. I have to. I I feel like this is a re- like a revenge game for him. I know everybody talks about how he got shut down last year, and if this guy is really like talking the talk and walking the walk, like this is the perfect opportunity to kind of right your wrongs from last year, from being embarrassed. Um, and last year, what do he have? He had six catches, not even for forty-seven yards. I think he had. I think he had six targets and four catches. Six targets, something like that. It was horrible. Wow. No, I thought he had six catches. Oh yeah, he had twelve targets. But he caught six balls for 48 yards yeah. against Slay last year. He, he got shut down. Slay had a pick or two, too. Slay had uh, two picks, I believe. Yeah. Or no, he, he could have had, like, two picks. I think he got one. I can't remember. But he, I know he had one because he he, he gave it to uh, James Harden. Okay. Who, who's going to be out of here soon, Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, I do, actually. I forgot about it until you just said that. Bro. Yeah. That's been a year already, bro. I know. I actually think Jefferson is going to repeat what he did last year. I think Slay's got him. I bet under 79 and a half yards tonight. For Slay? Yeah. And I wow. bet over 80 for um, A.J. Brown. But my thing is this. We talked about this. Like, you know, I, I posted a reel about that, about Jefferson being the number two ranked player in the league. And to me, there's no way in hell. There's no way in hell you think he's a better player than Joe Burrow and them. Because if you're telling me he's going to get shut down and go under 79 yards when his team needs him the most – that tells me he's not the second best player in the league. Well, we already knew that. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I just don't understand the number two rank. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I just do. Let me ask you something on this. So, say he gets shut down tonight, the Vikings get blown out. Do you think that if they have a losing season, they get blown out, and they start stringing together a bunch of losses, could that impact him re-signing? They're going to blame Kirk Cousins in the end, unfortunately. And you know what? Kirk Cousins... Say what you want about a guy. Like, look, I, he's he's terrible in prime time. I get it. But when you look at him statistically, this guy is throwing for like 4,400 yards a year. And he's just right up there statistically with the best. Like, he's a top 10 quarterback statistically. So everybody likes to shit on him. So, like, you know, it's just he's just not good when the lights are bright. But in fairness, you know, I think Jefferson's got to get open. He's going to have to get separation from Slay. I'm really curious because he they tried to work a deal before they were done, and they didn't get it. But I think that if the Vikings underperform this season, I don't think that Justin Jefferson is going to hang around. You don't think so? I really don't, know. I don't uh, think he's going to hang around. I don't I'm know. not saying that like next year, but I'm saying that they're going to get into a contract war and they're going to wind up having to franchise tag him or something if the, if, the, if the wheels fall off. If the wheels fall off this year and the Vikings have a high draft pick, you know what could happen? They trade up another first rounder move up to number one in the draft and go get Caleb Williams or Shador or depending Shador. on how high the pick or, is. Yeah. Depending on how, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause if they're sitting at say inside the top five, Shador will be there. Look, you got rid of Dalvin cook. It seems like you want to get younger, right? So if that's the case, you get the big money quarterback off the books, you rebuild your defense and your offensive line a little bit and you go get a, a, a rookie quarterback. That has a high ceiling. That's what you do because you got Jettas. You got to, when you got a player like that, you got, you have a short window to really win the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of the salary cap and everybody else is, is just as competitive as you are. So for me, it's like, yeah, man, like I, I think, I think that would be a great idea. I actually think this is Kirk's last year in, in, in Minnesota. So do I. I think, uh, well, initially I thought that Kirk could end up with the 49ers, but if Brock Purdy keeps playing the way he's playing, I don't really, I don't see that. Because Brock Purdy, I mean, look, it's only week one, but dating back to last year, there's not really much you can say. Jefferson's going to stay because they're going to pay him the big, big money before he even hits the market. No, I, I know. I'm just saying they, they didn't get it done this offseason. Yeah, and that's so okay. So it's like, but again, why would you not? You know what he is. It's because they don't know his value. They have to see what Chase is going to get paid. They're playing that's a dangerous the bu- game there. Because if Chase gets $30 million, but 35 million. But what's the bar? The bar. At the bar. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what is the bar? Like, for a premier wide receiver, who was the last one to get paid? AJ, AJ Brown, right? AJ Tariq. What do you get? Four years. Oh, Tyreek. Yeah, he got paid. Tyreek gets what? 30? Yeah. No, tw- 20, 25, I think. But again, how do you pay a, a second year wide receiver who had, who, he played two seasons, correct? Yeah. 
How do you pay somebody that much money along with the Tyree kills that early? You know? Yeah. Like that's my thing. I, 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 I just, that's a, it's a tough situation when it comes to rookie contracts, in my opinion, because Kyler Murray kind of like broke that mold when he got paid in his, in his third year. The only other quarterback I know that did that was Carson Wentz. And coincidentally, it looks like both Carson Wentz and Kyler Murray getting paid in their third year yeah. is a disaster. Carson Wentz is crazy. Even though, look, he Carson did. Wentz was coming. Carson Wentz was coming off of an injury before he after he got paid. And Carson Wentz got his deal the same year that Jalen Hurts got drafted. Yeah, that's crazy. But, look at Jalen Hurts. But Carson Wentz got his deal after his injury. Kyler Murray got his before his injury. And I was never, obviously, I was never a Kyler fan. I think he stinks. I think he's going to come back and be even worse. Yeah. But I'm just saying, That's both quarterbacks that point. got paid in that third year didn't really do shit. Now, at least Carson Wentz contributed contributed to the first Super Bowl, was nearly the MVP. Like, Carson Wentz has a lot more to do with that, that Super Bowl for the Eagles than yeah. a lot of people want to admit. Well, let me ask you a question, right? Just, just think about this for a second. These are 21, 22-year-old kids getting drafted, right? You're two years into your contract. You're about 23, 24 years old, maybe, and you're getting 200 and something million. Are you going to be as hungry as you were before the deal? I, I know I, look, you could say it depends on your character, this, that, and the third. It I does. get it. It does. It, it, it does. To it, it does. But when you give a kid, Two, 20, 23, 24-year-old kid, 200 and something million dollars. You're going to move a little differently, bro. You're not you're not you're not a 30-year-old mature man. You're but still it, a kid. I, but I still think it depends on what you're made of. I, I think it's all it all comes from within. We talk about this too like I, I don't it. I don't even believe in like watching motivational videos and shit like that. You don't? I love that shit. I know you do. And that's but that's where we differ on that. But like <laughs> I don't get pumped up from like if I'm watching an Eagles thing and I'm like, "Oh man, I get into it. I'm like, "All right, let's go. I'm ready for the season." Yeah. But like I don't need motivation to be to try and be great. Like I don't need to watch a, a Goggins video to fire me up to go to work. Like I, I can just I can just wake up and be passionate about what I want to do if it's something that I enjoy. Well, sometimes you have those days where you don't want to get up, and that's where you need somebody to tell you get the fuck up. Yeah, you should be able to tell yourself because it should come from the pit in your stomach. Remember, bro, the same water, yeah. the same water that hardens the eggs softens the potatoes. Anybody that says they wake up every day motivated or just you know inspired or driven or anything, they're fucking lying. That's cat. They're lying, bro. That's cat. There's there's gonna be a day in a year where you wake up and you're like, nah, I'm just gonna take a rest day. I'm gonna chill. That's true, but that doesn't mean that you're unmotivated. I'm not. That's saying just one that. of those days where you're just down on it. Yeah, you're down on it. But, but here's why? the thing. But when you have a family at home to provide for, I get it. It's a lot different. Sure, absolutely. And that comes. I mean, it's a lot different for them too because they're. I mean, they're paying for seven cars and houses with That's, thirty-five bathrooms. Think about it. But think about it. when we were twenty-three, right? Yeah. And I was making just say. $50,000 at my regular job. To me, I was like, damn, I'm making 50K because... Not when, when them loans kicked them. And then, yeah, well then, yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I had to bend over a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> on, real. The, on the real. You got glided up. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but on the real though, like when I think about it, we were working at, you know, Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. We were working these minimum wage jobs. Then we come out of college and we see $50,000. Like, bro, that's more money than we've ever seen before. Right. So it's like when you give somebody 200 million at the age of 23, that's like me graduating college. And then, and then a year or two, I'm getting 200 million. Bro, 23 years old? I, I was that. out to secrets, fucking around and having a good time with my friends. Like, imagine if I had 200 million. I'd be dying a yacht. We'd be partying all the time. You ain't going to have the same drive. That's why I, I just, you got to be careful who you pay. No, I, I agree on that. I just like, for me, dude, I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I have a totally different belief and angle when it comes to that. Because I solely believe that it's all about you the what you're made of how and what your genetic makeup is but at 23 you don't really think like that that's but see i disagree on that like i bought a house when i was 23 but you got but you also they were superstars in college so they already had they're already used to that right so but they're used to that and right. then you get but they the loved money. it but i think it's more of a problem now that you got college athletes making that money you're put it this way you're worth five million dollars and you're gonna go sleep in a fucking dorm room come on dude and play for meal plans no you're not no, not when you're 19, 20 years old. We have fake IDs. Mm -mm. Yo, I got a fake ID though. Yeah. So, all right, give me your preview for tonight before we move on to fantasy. 
I mean, your uh, uh, prediction. I'm sorry. I got the Eagles tonight. I got them 31 to 17. I think the Eagles are going to win. I think they're going to win convincingly. I think Slay gets a pick. I think uh, Hawkinson is going to get unders this game. I think the Eagles are going to find a way to slow down um, Jettas. I think what they got to do is put Slay and another another person on Jettas. But the problem is they got Addison. I. Th- th- the Vikings don't have their starting center. That's going to spell trouble. I like Jalen Carter to get a sack oh, yeah. tonight. I think the Eagles are going to eat the interior up, and I think that's going to be the name in the game. So I got the Eagles 31-17. I got the Eagles 34-17, I'll say. they could. The, the Vikings couldn't handle Todd Bowles and Baker Mayfield. They're not going to handle Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. I cannot wait till this game starts and we smoke these, we, we smoke these Vikings. Uh, you got Kirk Cousins in prime time. That's already an issue. We, I, I did, we are going to blow the doors off. What's of wrong with the Bucks defense? Always been pretty good. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But everybody talks the way they talk about t- uh, Baker Mayfield and what that that's poor true. showing that Todd Bowles had last Fair. year with Tom Brady. Yeah. And you lose your opening game, and again, one score, they're already zero and one. So I just think, again, I think it's a bad spot for the Vikings, um, and it's their <laughs> second road game, so we're ready to go. Totally. No, agree. wait, no, no. Were they? They were in Minnesota, weren't they? Oh. I actually don't know. Were the Bucks in Minnesota? The Bucks were in Minnesota. Yeah, so they're they're own one at home. Yeah, no, nah, it's over. It's a short week for them, and yeah, I, yeah I, I just I they're not going to correct correct all their issues in that short span. But I expect the Eagles to make a lot more adjustments. I trust their coaching staff a lot more than the Vikings. To me, like the Eagles are just a better team. They're better coached. They have better players. They have a better scheme. Um, to me, I I just feel like the Vikings are just Justin Jefferson centric, and that's it. They are, especially without Dalvin Cook. Right. Um, all right, yeah. let's move to fantasy. Start or sit, Kirk Cousins. Oh, I'm gonna sit here. No, nah, I, I just I again I think he's gonna have a couple turnovers this game. So to me, I think he's a sit. Yeah, so am I. Um again with the center being out, he's not the most mobile guy. Right. And I think Jalen Carter, I think Jalen Carter um makes his makes his presence known. Agreed. DeAndre Swift. I'm a star here. I think he's going to get some playing time. I think this is his time to shine, and I think he's going to get all the opportunities in this game because I think the Eagles are going to see what they have in them, and I think he's going to score a touchdown. I'm a start. I'm a start, but I'm not confident in it. Only reason I'm saying start is because he somebody's got to get the work. Um, and I know that – I here's the thing. DeAndre Swift is really good. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how much opportunity will he get. He's in there right now, so he's starting for the Eagles right now. All right, well, then there we go. There you go. So, yeah, he's a star. He's a star. He's a star. <laughs> he's yeah. a star. All right, uh, Jordan Addison. Sit here. Um, I know Bradbury's out, but the Eagles are they're gonna get after Kirk Cousins. They're, they're gonna make his life a living hell. He's not gonna have the time to go deep all the time, all game. I'm gonna sit here for for Addison. I am a start for Addison. I think he's gonna be the offensive rookie of the year. He caught that touchdown last week. No Bradbury. I think that Jefferson will be spied, and I think that it opens up the door for Addison. Damn, the offensive player of the year or a rookie? Offensive rookie of the year. Damn, over Bijan? Yep. Wow. Bijan's going to have Bijan. Look, I picked them when we did our things over the, uh, That's when we did crazy. them in August and I picked Jordan Addison Yeah, and it made me even more confident in the pick when I saw Tyler Allegier handling, handling most of the work inside the 10 yard line. See, the problem with that is I feel like Jefferson's such a target hog that how many opportunities is Addison going to get? Well, I he guess- took over Adam Thielen's role and Adam Thielen had 107 targets last year. That's true. That's a lot of work. Yeah. So good point. Alexander Madison. Uh, sit Eagles defense are stout against the run. And I expect him to do it now, especially with no center for the Vikings. So I'm a sit. Yeah, me too. I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of Alexander Madison. I don't, I think he's kind of slightly underrated though. Really? Who would agree? I think people look at him and like, he's like garbage. I, I don't think he's garbage. He's I don't think he's week. garbage, but like, I don't think like he's anything like, I don't think he's anything to, to write home. No, with. I don't think he's a Dalvin cook 2.0. If that's what you're asking me. Like yeah, I just, no. I don't see that, but to me, like, yeah, like I, I think Madison's a, a pretty solid fantasy back. First down. Uh, Eagles defense. Start. Eagles are going to get a couple turnovers that I expect again to get at least three plus sacks this game. Yeah, I, the Eagles are going to are going to hold them to under seventeen. I like them to start. Eagles are a must start for me too. Yeah. Uh, I just it again it goes back to Kirk Cousins on prime time. We mm-hmm. have the data. He doesn't perform under the bright lights. Yep. All right, last uh, fantasy thing. Give me two must-starts and two must-sits this week. All right, so my two must-starts is T. Higgins. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to bounce back, um, especially against the Ravens secondary. Uh, I think they can be had. 
And I just think they, you know, they're going to get him more involved. I mean, he, he had eight targets last week and he didn't catch a pass. Like to me, like the volume is still there. So that's why I'm not even like nervous about it. I just think he's a must start, um, especially against uh, a, in a must win, in my opinion. Uh, Sam Laporta is my second one. He had five targets and Seattle just got lit the fuck up last week against the Rams. Um, I expect him to get involved a lot more. Goff looks his way. So I like Laporta here against the, uh, the Seahawks. My must start is Dallas Goddard. Uh, he had two targets last week. There were two plays where he could have walked into the end zone, and you actually saw him like jump up and throw his hands in the air in frustration. So I think that he has a big there night, and there he goes. I appreciate it. I could use those points last week. I got you point four. <laughs> Every little, it's better than zero. Yeah, it is better than zero. All right, and then my second one is Zay Flowers. Nine of ten targets mm-hmm. for seventy-eight yards. He had two rushes. He looks like Lamar's go-to, and the Ravens' offense didn't even play that well last week. Yeah, I agree. Lamar Jackson was subpar at best. Mm-hmm. So. Um, must sit. Uh, my must sit is George Pickens. The Brown secondary is legit. And I've been screaming that pretty much the entire offseason. His usage last week was kind of uninspiring. He had five catches for 37 yards on seven targets. They didn't score, didn't sniff the end zone. The Steelers look out of sync. And now they're playing against the Browns, which their defense is pretty stout. I just, I'm way off the Pickens train this week. Um, and my other uh, second um must sit is Cortland, Cortland Sutton. Uh, he had five targets last week and scored, but he's going against a pretty good commander's defense. And the Broncos offense doesn't look like they have like clicked yet in Sean Payton's um, uh, tenor yet. So like, I just, I, I, I'm way off the Broncos um, passing game right now, but I think he could be in like an intriguing option later in the season. And who was your second? I'm I sorry. Have, I have what, Pickens and Sutton. Pickens and Sutton. I'm sorry. And then, for, all right, so for me, it's DJ Moore uh, is a must-sit. Two targets for 25 yards, and they're playing against Tampa Bay's D-backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's pretty bad. Justin Fields just – Justin Fields doesn't throw the ball enough to support a wide, rec- a, a wide receiver, too, at this point. Right. So it, it's just like when you start DJ, – DJ Moore is not a must-start until Justin Fields shows you that he could support a wide receiver. And then my second one is Terry McLaurin. Four targets for two catches, 31 yards. He was outsnapped and targeted by Donson and outperformed by Curtis Samuel. Well, it's probably due to the turf toe injury. I know he wasn't on an injury report, but there's they're probably trying to limit him in some capacity. But Terry well, McLaurin's awesome. He's he I, is, he is. I'm just saying right now I don't like it. And it could even go partially to that turf toe. But to yeah. get you got outperformed by the two other receivers. Another uh player I want to talk about too um, while we're on this topic is Najee Harris. I should have put him in there. I think he's really, he he might be Trent Richardson 2.0, bro. I don't even think it's that. Well, I mean, no, that's that's a great comparison. They have the same build. You know what the thing though? Trent Richardson had some, well, no, I can't say that. He had one good year. He did. And then then after that. Najee had one good year, one decent year. And then he's just totally falling off. I mean, Najee is actually, he's High volume, low efficiency. Yeah, that's that's where I'm like, you know, I, I he he's to me he's a he's a must sit, especially against his Browns defense. Like I just I I, I don't know. I, if if I had Najee Harris right now on my roster, I'm looking to trade him. I'm looking to sell his name right now and get out before Mr. Warren takes over because I think eventually he's going to take over. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And they were splitting carries in the in the preseason. Right. Because it's just and he's more explosive. He can catch better. Although he didn't have a good game himself either. Yeah. Like he was very inefficient in his in, in, in But his the difference is is he but, is a backup. Like that's right. to be expected. When you draft Najee and you have Najee with those two years, Najee looks horrible. He looks yeah. slow. Looks he looks slow, old. sluggish. So yeah. it's just like for me with Najee. I just he's he is disappointing, and whoever has him on their roster is just in for a long year. I would just trade him, yeah. Figure out a way you can get him off your roster and then see if you can go get it back in return. And, you know, like, my opinion is, like, I just – I just he's hard to trust, man. I yeah. just I'm, – I'm, I'm off the Najee train, too. Um, I want to stay in the NFC East here. Michael Parsons goes on his podcast, The Edge, and says that the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> What's he supposed to say? Not that. Like – but, because it's the same cycle. It's like offseason starts. The Cowboys are the favorite. They picked up a big free agent. They blow out a bad team. That's where we are now. We start talking about the Super Bowl. We go on a little bit of losing streak. We get into the playoffs. We lose in the divisional round. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Before we get to the playoffs, it's we them boys. We lose in the mm-hmm. divisional round. We get to the offseason, and it's ready for next year. 
And that's where we're, we're right here right now. We're talking about the Super Bowl. Getting on your podcast and saying that after beating a bad team is exactly why this team isn't shit and they will never go anywhere. And that's why I keep laughing at you and I'm saving that text message because this team is going nowhere. You told me the Giants were some shit. And then they get... They and are. Then, and then Michael Par- and then the Dallas Cowboys beat up on them, and all of a sudden they're world beaters. So let me ask you a question. If they didn't beat up on them, you would say the same shit about them. No, that's what they should do. They should smoke a team like that. Now, 40 to Exactly. Uh, 40 so that's what good teams do. Good teams smoke ass teams. No, what, that's what they did. Didn't the Cowboys do it to a team like this last Bro, year? I'm not even sitting here trying to defend the Cowboys. I don't give a fuck. Like, like, no, no, you're a about? Cowboy. I'm not a Cowboy. You're a Cowboy. You've been, think, ride, you've been riding them, it, facing them, looking them dead in their eyes when you were riding them, too. You see, the problem is, the problem is he doesn't listen to me. All no. I said was the Cowboys are going to be a good ass team and they're very scary because of the additions they had in the offseason because I think Dallas had a good offseason. So I am not in a Cowboys fan by any stretch. I am just looking at the roster and what they did and how they're built. And I'm giving you my analysis and you're shooting me down. No. So no. it's okay. Look, it's okay. They won 40 to zero because they are a good football team. You saw their defense. They are good. You saw their defense. They're good. They had seven sacks. They annihilated that fucking offensive line. As they and they're going to annihilate the shit out of the Jets, too, this week, because that's what they do. We'll get there. And look, what's he supposed to say, Mike? Oh, yeah, we're not going to go to the Super Bowl. I, I mean, like, no. yeah, we're going to try. Like, who? Like, maybe he's really that confident that he's going to go. Like, I we're don't know. We're taking it one game at a time, one the- week at a time. We're not looking ahead. Don't you love Bill Belichick? Here, Doesn't Bill Belichick only focus on Cincinnati, Houston? Yeah, but Seattle. But Belichick's motto is not the way. It is not the end all be all motto. He's he's a different breed than everybody else. Well, you the Cowboys mo- the Cowboys motto is you can't watch us uh, you can't watch us in an NFC Championship game since '96. Okay. Okay, so obviously their motto is not working. But what I'm I'm saying saying, is... What I'm saying is this. Every team believes they can go to the Super Bowl. Obviously. So why would he... What is he supposed to say? He brought that on himself. Nobody asked him that. I I didn't hear the clip. I'm just going off of Yeah, no, he just goes on there and talks about how they're going to the Super Bowl. Or somebody might have asked him that. But I'm just saying. You get on there and say, oh, no, I'm sorry. He he said, enjoy this, Dallas fans, because we're going to the Super Bowl. That's going to make for a beautiful clip, and we'll have it live on this show when these Cowboys don't go anywhere because it's one it's one win. They're jumping all over the place now. They got out their long Mark uh, Gerbaud shorts, their see-through Jordans, their white jerseys That's with the crazy. blue stars on them, their chin straps, and their fitteds. They're not going that's anywhere. Very descriptive. They're not going anywhere. That was very descriptive. That's what. It, that's what they are. Minus Spanos and Jimmy because they're ra- and Jay because they're rational. But they're, I just they're, the Cowboys aren't going anywhere. I don't. I. I don't think they are either. I had the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I had the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game in Philly. That's what I predict. I think this is the year that it happens because I think they're both good teams. I think Dallas is the second best team in the NFC. I've said this all offseason. No, you did say that. You did say that. Like, I, I'm really high on this team just because of the way they're built. Like, I just, I I, I see what they've done, and I'm like, I respect them. How far do you think they go? Uh, oh, no, you said to the NFC Championship yeah. game? I think this is the first time they do it. And it's, and it's at, is it at the Eagles? Yeah, it's at the Eagles, and they lose by double digits. Now, that would be awesome. See, way to bring it back. I like that. But I said that a couple weeks ago. You didn't hear me. That's You're what just, I'm saying. He don't listen to me. I don't listen. I you know what the problem is? I listen to, I don't That's listen insane. to understand. I listen to respond. Nah. When you fire me up, <laughs> get here, you get man. me pissed off. And then I don't understand where you are because you sound like a cowboy. I don't sound like a cowboy. I'm, I'm giving you an analysis. That's Even now, me and me and your me and your lovely fiance were trying to understand it when you came over my house. Yeah. We were trying to understand where this cowboy's love affair came. I told you my analysis. That there's no a love affair. It's just looking at their team, what they did in the offseason, and putting two and two together. That's my analysis. I think they're the second best team in the NFC. Right, I like we'll what see. they did. We will see. We will see. All I'm right. not a fucking cowboy. Don't do that. You're a cowboy. So speaking of uh, liking what they did in the offseason, Seahawks at Lions. Lions minus five. We're going to do some game breakdown now. Let's do it. All right, Seahawks at Lions, Lions minus five. Do you think the Lions continue their momentum against the uh, Seahawks? I do. Uh, It's a home opener. They had 10 days off. Um, I think the Lions continue here and pass all over to Seahawks, who just got lit up for 334 yards against Matthew Stafford through the air uh, with receivers against Puka Naka, uh, Tutu Atwell, Van Jefferson, and Tyler Higby. Now you're going to, you know, with a, at least a uh, top 10 wide receiver, Naman Ra. They got Josh Reynolds. They got Laporta. Um, they have weapons over there, and they have two good backs. So, like, I'm expecting them to to really put uh, 
hands and feet on this team. <laughs> They're going to put paws on I them? I think so, man. <laughs> so I, I think that they continue their momentum. Um, the Seahawks also lost both their right and left tackle. Oh, they got two starting linemen out. Yeah. And the, you got Aiden Hutchinson that like the, the, the lions could pass rush. So I think this is a bad recipe for them. Uh, to be honest, I think the Seahawks are going to be teeing. Yeah, Hutch is going to eat. Do you think that with that, do you think if the Seahawks were to lose their, do you think their season? I'm sorry. Do you think the Seahawks season's on the line? Nah, I think it's too early to say all that. I just, I look, I do. I think they're going to win division. No. I picked I them to win the division, and it it does not. And that's okay. Good. But they have three talented wide receivers. They'll figure it out, right? Like they paid Geno fifty million. They gotta believe that he's gonna turn it around and be the guy that he was last year. That's why they went out and got uh, a Jackson Smith and Jigba to pair with DK and Tyler Lockett. Like they're looking to pass the ball downfield, and I don't think they just clicked yet as an offense. But I'm I'm expecting them to click at some point in this season. I just hope it's not too late. The Seahawks looked all right in that first half. The second half yeah. was when they all lost both offensive linemen, yeah. and it was all downhill from there. Yeah. I think their season is on the line, though. It's because too. I know that, but I think it's on the line because I don't think that the Seahawks can overcome an 0-2 deficit in that division. Mm, because they pay the – well, yeah, they had to play the nine. And the twice. Rams looked all right. And the Rams. Like, not for nothing, the Rams looked all right. They did. Because here's the thing. I might have been wrong their about that. De their defense – their defense got to Gino. I know it was against the two alignment were out, but they got to them. Their defense looked okay. Their D-backs and stuff. It was a close game, though, right? At the half? Yeah, I want to say it was like 10-7 or something like that. Something around there. I don't 100% oh. know. But either way, like, the Rams shocked me. They shocked like, me, too. Puka Nakua, or whatever his name is, yeah. looked good. Kieran Williams looked okay. Cam Akers, if we want to touch on that real fast. The Cam Akers experiment is over. I don't want to hear about him in fantasy anymore. I almost bit this year. I bit last year. Yeah. And I should have learned. Well, I did because I didn't go back. What is it? What, uh, what is it about him that people just love? Like, I I, just... I think that he's had stretches four, five, six games, like the way he last ended year. last year yeah, yeah. and the year before that, before he tore his Achilles. When you, there are stretches where he puts together where like, this guy could be a, a, an RB1, mm -hmm. a high end or um, a low end RB1, high end RB2. And it's just it just never pans out. It seems like he always catches on, and then something happens in the offseason between him and Sean McVay and that offense or whatever they're doing, and he just doesn't get it. Mm -hmm. And then he comes in and loses his spot. Like, he lost work to Daryl Henderson. Now he's losing it to Kieran Williams. It's interesting because Seattle was up 13-7 to 7 at the half. That's what, okay. And then they got their the doors blown off of the second half. Adjustments. So I'm wondering if it's just because it, they, they just got outcoached. And that happens. So, like, for well, me, you know how I feel about Sean McVay. Like, honestly, man, it's just it's just early. Oh, yeah, Sean McVay is a good coach. Like, certified top five in the league. He's awesome. I'm looking forward to that game this week. Everybody, like, just you know, side eyes when you say, "Oh, yeah, he's a good coach." He's a good coach, bro. So, oh, I would never side eye. He's I good. Think, I think a lot of people do, though. I think he gets a lot of flack. Me too. Well, no, what I agree too. But and this is this goes back to my comment on Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan gets no flack. He doesn't. He's like protected. He's 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 blown two Super Bowls. I, it's just you know I don't understand it. I I don't understand it. Kyle Shanahan is like the golden boy of coaches because Sean McVay's better than Kyle Shanahan. Because I got news for you, Doug Peterson's better than Kyle Shanahan. In big games, yes. Doug Peterson's got a ring. Doug Peterson beat him head to head. I actually think Doug Peterson. Yeah, I would actually take Doug Peterson over him because he Absolutely. turned that Jaguars franchise around and they were fucking hot dog shit. They were some hot ass fam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. They needed to turn it around, and they did because they hired a perfect coach to coach the young quarterback. He did it with – look, to Doug Peterson, all you have to know is he led the Eagles to the Super Bowl in the most Philadelphia fashion of all time. Yeah. You have a, a quarterback playing at an MVP level. The backup comes in and runs through the playoffs and goes head-to-head -head with Tom Brady in a game where Tom Brady throws for 500 yards and wins. You know what nobody talks about either is – did Doug Peterson make Carson Wentz? Nobody well, talks about the that. The problem is, is Doug Peterson. They only had like Carson had the talent. Like we we saw it on display, but did Doug Peterson kind of like elevate his game to a point where he became a superstar quarterback? I would say no, year? because Carson Wentz did have a good year after him. Carson Wentz had a great year when he was with the Colts. The problem is, is Carson Wentz's reputation is 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 ruined. But twenty seven and seven is a good year. That's what Jared Goff and Geno had last year. And look at what everybody look at the respect that people are giving them. But he went 27 and 7, and the Colts got rid of him. And that's here and where the problem lays. 
Well, I think it's the way the 27 to 7 came about. It, it was because of that last game. It because happened. if they win that, well, the last two. Because if they two. win one of them and they go to the playoffs, it's a whole different situation right. for Carson Wentz. And he lost to the Jags that year, the last game and of the season. The, the Colts were, were heating up. JT was an MVP candidate. Mm -hmm. Frank Reich, they, they, they were playing well. Yeah, Pittman, they, they so. were on the rise. Yeah. It's crazy to it see. Just, them it just sucks. Like but um, give me your prediction for this, for this game. I like the Lions here, 34 23. I, I'm going to go with the Lions. I will say 38-28. Wow. I think the Lions. Close. Lions. Uh, I think they scored 38 on them last year. Um, next one, Ravens at Bengals. Bengals minus three and a half. Is this a must win for the Bengals? I, I, don't, I just don't think week two is ever a must win for any team, so I'm going to say no. But, I think it is because it would be 0-2 in the division. Right. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, it's week two. This team turned it around in the past. Like, there's no reason for me to say that they couldn't do it again. I just, I don't know, man. Losing to the, the Browns and then the Ravens. And, well, it'd be two division losses. But they also then. have a hard schedule. Right. So I, I just feel like the you have to get wins. Yeah, that, that, that's crazy. If that actually happens, that'll be the greatest call of all time. I just, I feel that in my soul, bro. Yeah. Um. I just, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like the Bengals, for me, they're going to come out ready to play. You said it. They have a hard schedule. So like they do. They, they do have a very game. hard schedule. Like I think this is an important game for them. So if it's a, if it's a must win. Fumble, fumble. We got it. Oh shit, he fumbled. Yep. Eagles got ball. it. Appreciate it. Is that AJ Brown? Nah. No, 41. <laughs> oh, no, 41. My bad. Um, teamer. What player do you think is under the most pressure in this game? Um Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. He just signed the biggest fucking contract in NFL history. Absolutely. You laid a stinker at 82 yards last week. He better come out and fucking ball out and get 250 or 300 here with a couple tutties. Come on. You, you signed the biggest contract in NFL history and you threw for 82 yards. Like, bro, they, this he's got a lot of pressure on him. No, I agree. Um, I don't But Here's the thing with, with Joe Burrow. I think people, it's okay to just have one of those clunkers. He doesn't really have games like that. So for me with Joe Burrow, it's like, all right, he came out, he stunk it up. It was pouring rain and he had no training camp. He was injured. He didn't play in the true. preseason. True. All so that's true. I think it's, I think somebody under pressure is Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson also got a big deal and Lamar Jackson, albeit he won, but you're seeing Lamar Jackson now in a system where he's, he's being asked to throw the ball a lot. And that was the big question with Lamar Jackson all off season and through his career and through our conversation, and through our conversation. Yeah, I, so my thing is, is, he came out he threw for I think 165. Not it's what he does. Not terrible, but but that's what he averages. But here's the thing: if he's going to come out and just throw for 160 yards and he's not going to use his legs, you're taking away from him. It's very similar to Josh Allen in terms of their quarterbacks that need to use their legs. Right. They just need to. But I think Lamar can can throw it with the best of them. I think Lamar is an underrated thrower. But if you start seeing these games where he's just throwing for 165 and they're eking out wins. You're gonna you're gonna start saying like, okay, can he throw us home? I I just I, I haven't and seen I know, it. You, yeah, and you don't believe it, and that's what I mean. It's just it's a question it's a question that remains to be seen. And I haven't seen it because when I watched the Titans game, remember that division? I'll go back to the game every single game. That was yeah. the best game plan I've ever seen. That was the game. It was the where blueprint. We, it was the blueprint. You stop him on the run, you force him to pass. What happened? They got blown the fuck. It out. was also and look, and I know you have to win in these conditions, but it was freezing cold. Well, the Titans, the, the I know, Titans I know. points to, in the same condition. They also have the best running back of the last four years running the ball 35 times a game. It's a lot easier than when you're running with – I don't even remember who the running back was then. Probably Gus Edwards because I feel like Gus Edwards is like 100 years old. Was it Mark, Mark Ingram <laughs> or somebody? I don't know. It might have been Ingram. Yeah, actually. maybe. Or Gus Edwards. He's always there. It might have been Ingram and Edwards. Yeah. And we'll look at that after this. We have to. Um, who must step up for a bigger role with the with the Ravens? I mean, look, Mark Andrews is coming back. Right? I don't know yet. Is he? Uh, yeah. Did they announce it? Yeah. Uh, Zay Flowers, he's awesome. To me, this is a no-brainer. It's Odell Beckham. I mean, bro, you went on a fucking free agent vacation destination to go talk to all these teams. Like, you were the hottest thing to come out of the free agency pool, and you're gonna and you're gonna have what two, three catches here? Like, bro, like he's he's not that good. Thank you. He he he's not that good, and I knew that. But when I watched him, I'm like, "What the hell was Lamar talking about that he could throw for six thousand guards with these wide receivers?" Yeah, if anybody from our group chat is watching, Dallas Goddard's on the black block because he's trash. 
I'll take them. This is embarrassing. I'll take them. I'm running two tight end sets. Right after this, we're going. I'll, I'll hit you up for it because this right. is embarrassing. All right, two tight end. This is sets. embarrassing. The dude's catching the ball behind the run, line of scrimmage, a runner for two yards. I can't have that. What do you want team. to do? I can't have that. But what set do you want something me? up? Run a seam route. That's run not an outside route. That's I'm talking. It's hard. I don't want this anymore. Yeah, but it's, it's about adjustments too. This is this is a short turnaround game. Like they'll adjust. All right. Well, he he's on the block right now. Cool. I'll I'll hit you up for it. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. To what you were saying about Odell. I'm sorry. Um, what I'm saying is about Odell is like, yo, like you went on like this like this trip around the world and all these destinations of you being a free agent and you know all your Instagram captions and all this stuff about how you're hungry, this, that, and the third. And Jalen Hurts just threw a pick and holy hell, what is going on with the Eagles' offense? I do not know, and it's very embarrassing at this point in the season, but it's okay. It's still early. Um, but what I was saying is Odell, like, bro, you come out and you have three catches. Like, what, what is that? Like, you're supposed to be there for your man, Lamar. You wanted to play with him so bad, but you didn't seem like you were that eager to get open or maybe your quarterback that you love so much is, is not finding you. And that could very well be true. That's a good point. I, I, I was saying that too. Uh, also the backfield, one of those players have to emerge for him to be a runner. Justice Hill or Gus Absolutely. Edwards. One of those are, um, one of them have to step into a big role, but also Odell. And it's for everything you said. You got paid, what, 15 or 18 million? You got paid like you're amongst the best wide receivers in the league. You can't go out there and have two and three catches. Right. Like, what are you doing, bro? And then you get on your Twitter and you laugh and ha 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 because you got your money. What are you talking about, bro? That's like, Lamar, you got Lamar Jackson talking about he's going to throw for 6,000 yards and you go out there and put out 10 yards. He had no impact. That's what I'm saying. Against a, the Texans. A no impact game. But it was against the Texans. What is he? But I've do? been saying that. Lamar's, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Odell is not Odell. Odell's just a name. That's all you, he is anymore. I'm telling you right now, when the Browns play the Ravens, I'm betting the farm on the Browns. The farm. Well, they do have the recipe to beat them. They're going to beat They have their a good ass, pass rush bro. and they're and they have good. They're good on the back. Yeah. The league is starting to talk about Cleveland. Let's chill out. I mean, you, you, we're talking about Lamar here. Deshaun Watson had the same game. The people are talking about the Cleveland Browns, bro. Like, dead ass. Like, because that defense is really good. First year a Cowboy, now we're, you're a Brown? Bro, I'm just giving you my... However, mouth. no, I can I can actually... You can uh, you can be a Brown because you may, you have them making the playoffs, don't you? I have them in seventh seed. Yeah, no, I actually like that. You can, root for, you can root them in. You can root the Browns I in. I appreciate that. 100%, because that would be a good call. Especially if it works out the way the Browns make the playoffs and the Bengals don't. That would be some shit. Yeah, then <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be trending on Twitter for being a script writer. Yeah, uh, give true. me your predictions for this game. I really am. I'm theories. Regular. <laughs> um, prediction pain. Now I got the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Bengals here. Um, I got the Bengals here, twenty four to seventeen. I think they win. I think they cover the three and a half. I think they're a better team. I'm not a believer in Lamar, and I think you're right. This the Bengals are gonna come out thinking it's going to be a must win. I just like them in this spot at the home opener. Give me the Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals too. Um, I will take the Ravens on the money line. I mean, I'm sorry, the Ravens on the spread, but I'm taking the Bengals on the money line. The three I and a half you're taking? Yeah, okay. 100%. All right, uh, Chiefs minus three and a half at Jaguars. It's a rematch from the AFC divisional round. Who do you think this is a bigger game for? This is a bigger game for the Chiefs. You can't go down over two, bro. You can in that division. You can, and you can't. Because, again, who's who's saving them on the on the outside and the wide receivers? They don't have any wide receivers. You saw what what happened when they played against the Lions. Sky Moore had no catches. Kadarius Tony couldn't catch a cold, right? Like they don't have anybody. I know Travis Kelsey's coming back, but how healthy is he? We don't know that yet. So to me, this is a bigger game for the Chiefs, and um, because the Jags won last week, they're one and one. Their division's weak, so this loss won't even hurt them as much as the Chiefs would because their division's a lot Fumble. easier. Fumble, we got the ball back again. Thank you. Who fumbled? Madison. Damn, I was just talking him up. I appreciate he it. He embarrassed me. I See, I think he's a regular diggler. He's emb he embarrassed me. <laughs> All right, what were you saying? I'm sorry, God. Um, What was I saying? Oh, I said this game is a bigger game for the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I actually think it is for the Jaguars. Why? Because I think the Jaguars need to get out of their psyche what happened Psychological, last year. okay. Because here's the thing, and I, sta I stand by this, dude. We were Good on take. the phone when this happened. Christian Kirk needed to catch that deep ball, yep. and that would have flipped the momentum of that game. And when you need, when you want to beat teams like the Chiefs, you have to make those plays. And I think for Doug Peterson, who's a disciple of Andy Reid, and I think for Trevor Lawrence, who's an up-and-coming guy and is looking to get into the top five conversation, 
you go out there and make a statement and beat Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes coming off of a loss, drop them to 0-2 in September, I feel like you can make a statement and put the league on notice about who you are as a team. That would be crazy. That would be awesome. I actually, you know, I we'll give our predictions. Yeah. Do you think that there's a wide receiver that will step up for the Chiefs? And if so, who? I don't think there's a wide receiver that's going to step up. And if there's a guy, it's going to be Sky Moore, right? Just because he's the fast guy, he's the shifty guy. It's kind of what the Chiefs do anyway at wide receiver. Look at the previous history. Tyreek Hill, Mecole Harmon, they were all shifty wide receivers. And this is what Sky Moore, you know, that's the skill he possesses. So to me, it's like he's got to be the guy. Like, who, who else did he have? Or maybe Rasheed Rice? Like, he he might what be. What about Kadarius Tony? What about him? He's ass. He, he was like awesome shit. last year. I don't know what happened to him, but I think he will bounce back. Like, I feel like a professional like that, like a guy who actually, if you're prideful in your game, you're going to bounce back the next game because that was a horrendous performance. Now, look, I know he was injured with his MCL and missed some training camp and stuff, but I feel like last year, like, he had that big return in the Super Bowl for them and he was good with the Giants the problem with Kadarius Tony is he always gets hurt that's what I'm saying but like that's why I picked him up this year as a flyer in our league and like I just have him on my bench but like I don't know I don't know if I'm ready to give up on him yet I feel like one of those receivers has to do something but I if I had to choose it would be Rache Rice because mm. he looks all right he does look pretty good but then MVS Sky Moore Kadarius they just look like dudes right now I'm good on MVS bro <laughs> yeah I learned that a while <laughs> I'm good, ago I'm good on that give me your prediction on this game I got the Jags winning here I got. I, I think the Jags are going to pull the upset. I think the Jags are going to send them to, to uh, zero and two. I think the actual. I think they're 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 upcoming team. I don't see anybody on the Chiefs defensively stopping Calvin Ridley. Just don't. I don't think anybody could really stop him in the league. Is Travis Kelsey playing? He is. He is. Yeah, but I don't care. I think yeah. they're still losing. Um, we talked about this last week. I have the Jags also, and I think that it's going to be one of those those things where people are talking about that the Chiefs fall to zero and two. I just feel like it's it's like a revenge game. I feel like they're coming. I feel like they're hungrier. And I know the Chiefs are going to be hungry, but I'll say this. I know they're getting Chris Jones back too. With or without Kelsey, they're not doing shit with that wide receiver. No. They're just not. Mm-hmm. And he just missed a field goal. This is amazing. a 55-yard attempt and missed a field but goal. they're not. Off they're, a turnover too. Like, the, that's the shit. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's all good. But that's the shit that... The Eagles could lose on later in the season. When you get a turnover at the damn near 40 yard line in the opponent's in an opponent's territory and you don't put out points, what is going on? Like they I don't think they can move the ball. I a know, 55 yard field goal. Now remember, move. My thing is with the Eagles, give them some time. They also got to get they got a new offensive coordinator. So the, True. It, like things 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 got to got to got to come together even though I picked them to start scoring tonight. I thought they would they I thought would they would pick it up too. But I mean, they still can. But I'm just saying, like they, they just may have to work out some wrinkles. Nobody plays in the fucking preseason anymore. Nobody yeah. has time to work this out because there's so, everybody, you know, everything's about load management. Yeah, but what about this hungry? That oh yeah, you know, we want revenge from the Super Bowl and all this Who? shit. Like the Eagles. Oh, like, I mean, I, I feel like they would perform a lot better coming off the Super Bowl loss because of how close they are as a group and how important that game was to them and and Kelsey. You know, yeah. after watching the doc. Like that, that was an important game for him because if they won a Super Bowl, he was walking away. So now it begs me a question does he really want to play? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We will see. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So we both have the Jags beating the Chiefs. I do. Yeah. Damn. And the Chiefs, are, the, the Jaguars are a home dog, which is crazy. Yeah. Three and a half points. I don't like it. Vegas might like that though, because like you're giving the Jaguars. I feel like they're actually almost betting you to bet the Jaguars. They're begging you to bet the Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll take the bait on this. I don't care. Yeah, me too. Jets at Cowboys. (laughs) Cowboys minus nine right now. Can the Jets pull off an upset here? Uh, They can, but they won't. Uh, Their O line has got awful, man. Like they are going to, they're going against one of the best defense in the NFL at their home opener. I think the Cowboys are going to destroy them by double digits. I think Michael Parsons is going to have two sacks. I think they're going to get a, a, a you know a, two interceptions, I believe. And I think you're going to hear the rumblings of signing a veteran quarterback after this game because they're going to realize that it's not sustainable with Zach Wilson. I know he played really well, but this you're playing against a, a, a stout defense. Like you ain't playing against no bullshit defense. This defense is for real. Like I'm dead serious, man. Like I, I believe this. No, shit, I know, I know. So I think the Jets can pull off the upset too. And do you know the Cowboys haven't beaten the Jets since 2007? Does that matter? Yeah. 
You think stats so? matter? Why? Stats it's, matter. It's a different team, though. I'm superstitious. Every every. You know team. I don't know. You know how I am. I don't pay attention. To I get that. I get. I'm that. just saying. I found I, that odd today when I read that. A lot of people throw that shit out. However, I, hate that. I will say this. You know how I like to bet. You know how my mind works with shit. When you come off of big emotional wins, now they both are. They both are big emotional wins. But the emotional win that the Jets are coming off of can be motivating and confidence building for Zach Wilson and the team. The emotional win that the Cowboys are coming off of can be inflated confidence because you played a team that sucks on both sides of the ball and a quarterback that is trash for 47 M's. Mm -hmm. So I would be careful after you put up 40. Dallas's offense didn't really look that good. No. Dak Prescott didn't look that good. I think he had like a, a, a 150 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Granted, two two players dropped balls in the end zone, but by the same token, again, the wide receivers are not kept the wide receiver and the tight end, Jake Ferguson. They're not catching the ball. So if I'm Dallas, I'm a little bit discouraged by that offense. Oh, hell no. Why? Why would you be That's discouraged? A, what? I mean, it was pouring rain. Because it was a the, monsoon, bro. Bro. 150 yards? You want to talk about quarterbacks for 40 million? Bro, it was a monsoon. What's that mean? You you expected him to catch you expect all the receivers to catch the football? Bro, this goes back to last year. CD Lamb, CD Lamb always is known for drops. But he didn't drop much. No, I'm just saying, bro. Ferguson I'm just in saying. The end zone. In the I end zone. It. They lost two touchdowns in the end zone. Right. But Dak didn't exactly set the world on fire. I know they played in rain. It happens, but I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying here. I thought he was a little bit patient. I, I actually like. I, I thought he played, you know, fairly well. He had the most drops in the in the, in, in in week one. And you don't find That's that not, and you don't find that concerning. No, because they played in the monsoon. Bro, last year you weren't you weren't singing that same tune last year when Justin Fields looked like shit against the 49ers in a monsoon. Bro, it was pouring. You didn't sing that same tune against Justin Fields last because, year against the 49ers because Justin Fields does that week in and week out. He looks like shit. So do the Dallas Cowboys not drop balls and Dak Prescott Dak Prescott hasn't played great? That's, yeah, he's, he hasn't played great at times. Yeah, I'm not denying so that, but they played the, in a monsoon. How are you going to like... that? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. It, it's you, Again, what you had last year with Dak Prescott's interceptions, they were just dropping them. Not every game was in the rain. The game against the Jaguars. It, it, it's just, this is what is going on with the Cowboys. The offense didn't look good. You got 150 yards. You had a poor passer rating. You, you had a poor, uh, whatchamacallit? He didn't have to do much. They, they ran the football. That's my, but you're paying them all that money. They had three rushing touchdowns. What do you want them to do? You, I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. I'm I'm just saying. Look, he put. So in, you, you, you think that they could win with Dak Prescott throwing for 150 yards? I don't think he's going to throw for 150 yards. I'm just, I, I know. I'm just trying to say, because I don't, I, I just, I'm just, all like, I said was like, that the I don't offense, think Dak Prescott is going to throw for 150 yards a game. Like, I think Dak so, Prescott's ceiling is 250, 300. So did the Cowboys play good offensively last week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought they played well. They okay. ran the football efficiently and, and they made the plays when they needed to. It's, okay. I, I respectfully disagree. What's That's the key? Fine. What's the key to victory for both teams? Well, wait. You tell me why they didn't play uh, good because of the drop passes. I mean, yeah, drop passes are very fucking important when you're trying to score touchdowns and you got your wide receiver and your starting tight end dropping passes in the fucking end zone. That that that's concerning, bro. It was a monsoon, man. I get it. That's why I said move on. All right, all right. Um, where were you at? I was on uh, keys to victory for both teams. I just think the Cowboys just got to play their game on defense. Just play good football. Like that's what they do. Like they, they're going to get after the quarterback and that's that's their keys to success. They have two stout corners and I expect them to make plays when Zach Wilson is pressured. So that's the keys to game for me on defensive side for Dallas and for the Cowboys run the football, get Pollard involved in the passing game, especially with Brandon cooks possibly out. Um, I think Dak has a good game here though. Uh, I think the key to victory for the jets is to run the ball, have Zach Wilson throw it under 20 times uh, choose some clock up, help that offensive line out with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook needs to play better. Dalvin Cook needs to play to the point where you don't see him on the field and you're like, all right, get this dude off the field and put Brees Hall in here. It's going to happen Because that's what it was like last week. Uh, the key to victory for Dallas is try to stop Brees Hall and make Zach Wilson throw. Can they do that? Probably. I don't, I don't know if they will, though. But I, I just feel the teams are similar, except obviously there's a massive advantage on offense. Like their defenses are similar. I'm sorry, they could be the number one and number two defense, but obviously the the Cowboys have a much better offense. But I don't know if they'll be able to if they're if they're going to be able to do what they did last week against the Jets. I just don't know. I don't know if it'll be that easy. Against the Giants? Against the Giants. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I I didn't even get my keys to the victory for the Jets, but for me, it's just they got they need to run the football twenty five times, and then what they need to do is set up play action, get Zach Wilson comfortable, make easy throws, and then get Garrett Wilson involved, and then you put the pressure on their defense and score some points when you are in the red zone. You can't be kicking field goals. If you kick field goals against his defense, you're going to have a long day. You got to score touchdowns, set the tone early, and that's the way they're going to have to win this game. They're going to have to dominate the line of scrimmage up front on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and I think I'm looking forward to the the Sauce and CD matchup. Yeah, I'm looking awesome. forward to that because Sauce is just he's incredible. He's dude. really him, yo. He is. He yeah, he's a good player, man. He's really good. He he's like technically sound, he's fast. He just has a good. He's got the it. Yeah, he's got the it. He's got the swagger. He has like great ball skills. Like he's just a good player. Man. He's a true lockdown corner. He is. They 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 like nailed you see that him going toe to toe with Diggs after the game. Diggs was dapping him up, and they were talking. And you just see, it and it's like that's just mutual respect. That's how you know that's your you're in your second year, and you already have the respect of a of a top five wideout. He should have he should have went higher in, in the draft, if you ask me. I mean, they got to steal. If if I see a guy named Sauce. You already on, know on the board. I, I'm taking him, bro. Like he's you got already know. I want sauce. Although, yeah, like no doubt. And then the other dude, who's that dude for Green Bay? Ha ha. Oh, ha ha. Clinton, Clinton Dix. Dix. Yeah. yeah. See, I would have drafted him just for his name. I know, but he was he, he need he, that he, energy. He was really ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> All right, give me your predictions on this game. Uh, I got the Cowboys here, 31 to 13. I just think they're just a better team. I think that the emotional loss of Aaron Rodgers is going to play a factor in this game for them. That's crazy. Phil, put the camera on me. That's so crazy. This is my psychotic upset of the week. The Jets win at Dallas. Okay. The Jets go in there and do it. I'll be shocked. I believe in it. Similar to what you said, and it's so funny you said this earlier. You think people are betting, the whole world's betting the Eagles like this game's over? You wait until you see the public money on Dallas this weekend. You already told me it's the easiest game on the slate. I knew at that moment it was my iconic, my uh, psychotic upset of the week. As soon as you said you were putting it all on them, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I am. The Jets got this. So, no, I love the Jets here for an upset. That's my psychotic upset of the week. Bro, minus nine and a half. Like, yep. they are going to bully this team, dude. Why is it only nine and a half, then? That's a big line. Not for Zach Wilson. Bro, the Texans and the Ravens were 10 last week. It's a, a similar line. Before that game, without looking at the Texans' performance and going by their history and the Ravens' history, you would say that's a respectful line. You would say that's a fair line, right? I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, I would. What they want to win it by, nine? No, they won by like... Uh, it was 25-16. 14? It was 25-16, wasn't nah, it? I think the Texans only scored uh, single digits. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Okay, so they did cover. I mean, we both loved that last week. That was our iconic lock. The Ravens. Yeah, we both. Yeah, no that. doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, they won twenty-five to nine. Twenty-five to nine. Okay. So yeah, they won by what? Fourteen. Yeah. Or sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. Damn. My bad. My bad. My bad. Um. Yeah. So no, I love the Jets this week. You know how I like to bet coming off blowouts and things like that. I think it's a big spot for them, and I think that the Cowboys are sniffing themselves too much. So we will see. On that. I would be shocked if they did. If Wednesday they... night is going to be a long night. For who, me? Yeah, you're going to have to answer a lot of questions. Oh, I'll answer them. I have no problem All coming right. up here and answering questions. Have, Look at the camera. I don't give a fuck. Well, right, yeah, I don't just, care. I'm just, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to have a conversation about things. I love having conversations. You got to wear a cowboy Especially hat. Especially in a diner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All uh, right. Uh, do you have good. a psychotic upset this week? I do. Who is it? I got the Arizona Cardinals beating the Giants, baby. Do you, you really? Know, yeah. I got the winning 23 to 21 on a last second field goal. I know it's the Cardinals, but the Giants offensive line was horrendous. I expect them to be horrendous again. The Cardinals defense last week uh, coming off a six, ga uh, six sack game against the Commanders in week one. I love the Cardinals to get pressure on Daniel Jones, make some mistakes, and win this football game. Give me the goddamn Cardinals. That's actually psychotic, and I'm I kind of like it. <laughs> no you, cat, yo. I kind of like yo, it. I, I just feel it in my soul. Come on, Hawk, get in there. Yeah. Who are you playing again? I'm playing Ant, just Ant. I'm caps lock different. Down it's goes fact, Ant. Not fiction. Said I black out for real. Then uh, there you go. Stop. All right, who's your iconic lock of the week? Um, damn, I'm all fired up now. Shit. Uh, my iconic lock of the week. I have the uh, the Buccaneers here. I think the Buccaneers are going to beat the Bears by double digits. 
I think the Buccaneers have a great defense that nobody talks about because it's overshadowed by everybody's hate for, for, uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield looks pretty comfortable in that offense. Everybody was worried about Mike Evans. Mike Evans scored a touchdown. So obviously his usage is didn't dip, I would say. And they still have Chris Godwin. I think they're going to get Rashad White involved. I The Bears, to me, they look like the same fucking team last year. That's why they have a high, a high draft pick in last year's draft, because they are actually ass, and they're going to be ass again this year. I don't believe in Justin Fields. I think he makes a couple turnovers. The Buccaneers get the win here. You're going to love my iconic lock of the week. Hmm. Monday Night Football, the Cleveland Browns are 2-0. and oh. oh, The teams that play the 49ers dating back to last season are 1-13 after playing them because mm. they get beat up. Yeah. You lost Deontay Johnson. That's your best wide receiver. Najee Harris is some shit. They're out of sync. Cleveland's coming off a nice win. I love the Browns on Monday night. I think they dropped. Uh, the, the Steelers down to 0-2, which looks bad for my seventh seed. I thought they were going to be a lot better. I think the Browns start out 2-0, and and everybody starts talking about the Browns. Yeah. I want to see how Deshaun... They're now. I do want to see how Deshaun is, though, because, again, he had a less than encouraging game. Ooh. How many games can they win like that? This would be a really good... He had a touchdown. He had another pick, and I think he threw for, like, 165 or 145. I know Chubb had 100 yards, but... You ain't paying Deshaun Watson all that money for him to throw for 165 and throw these picks. He has got to pick it up. You start getting Deshaun Watson thrown for 250, 300, you got a squad and you're going to be right because the Cleveland Browns will make the playoffs. They're damn good. And I want to see this is the, that's a fantastic point. I actually really didn't think about Deshaun Watson factor. But now that I think about it, this is the perfect spotlight for the world to see the Cleveland Browns. And it's I their wanna, first primetime game. And I want to see Deshaun Watson in primetime. Yep. Because he hasn't had that pressure on him in a little while outside of his court cases and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about on the football field. He hasn't had or felt that pressure in a long time. So I am looking forward to seeing that. That's a really good bet. I like that. I love it. I love it. That's one of that's my favorite bet of the week. All right. Last thing before we get out of here, let's go over to slate. Packers minus one and a half at the at the Falcons. Excuse me. I like the Packers here, and uh, I, I'll take the Packers with the points as well. Love the Packers. Yep. Love the Packers. That's a slam dunk. Bears at Buccaneers. You have the Buccaneers. Bucks. I also have the Bucks too. Justin Fields, <sighs> you're going down, bro. If he loses to Baker Mayfield, we're gonna have fun next Wednesday. You gonna go crazy on talk go, for I'm me? Gonna, I'm gonna go crazy. Oh, yeah, I'll go crazy on the talk. No you doubt. Do and I'm gonna for... trash the shit out of him. Are you gonna, are you gonna bring receipts? I always bring receipts. All right, all right, cool. Seahawks at Lions. We have both have the Lions yep. uh, minus the points here. Raiders at Bills. I got Bills the, minus nine and a half. I got the Bills money line, but I got the Raiders with the points here. I think the Raiders are gonna be in, in, in this game weirdly. So do I. I think the Bills. Um, the Bills are gonna have to do some soul searching. <laughs> the Raiders the Raiders are going to keep this game close. They are. The Raiders are going to keep this game close. And I think the Raiders might be a little bit better than people expected. Soul search until crazy, Jimmy man. G gets until unless Jimmy G gets hurt. But then again, we'll get to see if Aiden O'Connell could play a little bit. Chargers minus three at the Texans. I got the Chargers minus three. I said I think they handle business this week. Game scares me. It does too. Me, me too. I can't lie about it. I'm going to go with the Chargers minus three, but this game scares me. Like, yeah, who would I rather have? Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, possibly not Eckler. I, I still like my chances against Ryan Tannehill or Hurt D. It's just a massive coaching mismatch with Vrabel. I feel like Vrabel could really get up in Brandon's. Well, they're going to run the football. Yeah, obviously. They're going to live and yeah. die by Henry. And, I, and if that happens, they have a chance. Colts minus one at Texans. I got the Texans money line here. This is a. A disaster. A I'll yeah. take the I'll take the Texans here because yeah. I I would like to see CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's even though he played really game. bad. <laughs> yeah, Ravens at Bengals. Bengals minus three. I have the Bengals on the money line, but the Ravens with the points. I had the uh, the Bengals both ways. Chiefs minus three and a half. We both had the Jaguars outright. Yep. 49ers minus seven and a half at the Rams. Hold on. I want to go back to that. We just said that like like really quick. Like what? Chiefs at Jaguars. We both had the Jaguars outright. Like. We're, we're glossing over the Chiefs like they're. they're I know they're, that they're is wild. Shit. I had to I had to stop you there because I was like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. To well, we both did have them, so I don't I don't know. We, well, if we and you both like something together, we're 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 acid. That's yeah, that's dangerous. That means you bet the opposite. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So put all put everything you own on the Chiefs. <laughs> 49ers at Rams. I like the 49ers money line here, but I'll take the Rams with the points. I think they played really well, and I think they're you know they have a good coach. I'm taking the 49ers both ways. Um, when you go in there. 
Brock Purdy, your first game off of surgery, and you put a hurt piece on Mike Tomlin like that, you make me a pretty big believer. Yeah. Giants minus six at Cardinals. You have the Cardinals outright. Yep. I'll take the Giants on the money line and the Cardinals right. with the points, but okay. you almost got me turned like, for real. Yeah, yeah, bro. Jets at Cowboys. You have the Cowboys both ways. Yeah. That's your favorite bet of the week. Yeah. I have the Jets pulling the upset, and it's Jet up. <laughs> commanders at Broncos. I like the Commanders here, money line. I don't care so about do the I. altitude. I don't care about anything about that. Commanders have a really good defense. They're going to get after Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, they just haven't clicked yet. I like the Commanders here to play some really good defense and score some points. I like the Commanders too outright. The Commanders are going to beat the Commanders are going to beat the Broncos. Yeah, they're going to be two and zero. Yeah, a hundred percent. They really are. And the Broncos are going to go to Odin too. And I'm going to love it for those two clans. And then turmoil is starting to it's going to start to kick in the kitchen. It's going to be a bit. lot of fun. Yeah. Sunday night football. Dolphins minus three at the Patriots. I like the Dolphins here, and I know like the Patriots played really well, but like how how am I going to bet against Tyreek Hill and Waddle and Tua? Like I, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Look, the way I love the the way I love those storylines about when you come off big emotional wins and things like that, it's hard to apply it here because I don't see a way that the Patriots can score with Miami. Right. That's the problem. And look, if bit, I don't think Bill can hold them under 28 points. If Mac Jones beats the Dolphins, hey, I'm going to have a party on Wednesday. <laughs> That's for sure. Party next door? Yeah. Monday Night Football, Saints minus three at the Panthers. Give me the Panthers money line here. I think they're going to win it on an upset. The Panthers? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I like the Panthers here. Money line. Um, I think they're going to run the football. And the Saints, they didn't look as sharp as I expected them to. I know they played against a pretty good Titans team, but I, I just wasn't impressed. And they're on the road. I think I, I expect the home crowd to play a factor here. Give me the Panthers money line. I like the Saints both ways. I was actually encouraged by that. Derrick Henry hit that, uh, called a shot and hit that big uh, play down the left uh left side of the field to Shahid, mm -hmm. Rashid Shahid or yeah, whatever yeah, his name yeah, is. Yeah. Olave was a monster. I wish I got him in fantasy. Yeah, I know. He's a monster. He's That's how I feel awesome like Calvin Ridley, bro. Yeah, I, he was one of my guys. But I got I got the Saints here. The Saints look good. Yeah. They looked all right. Um, last one, Browns minus two and a half at the Steelers. I have the Browns. I got the Browns money line. And I got them both ways. I think the yeah. Browns are just a better football team. Steelers, it's just they just didn't look sharp. Yeah, I know? agree. So they looked like, out of sorts. I'm just yeah, I'm off that. Kenny Pickett did not look like what he looked like in the preseason. No, he didn't at all. All right, guys, that concludes episode 174. For the next month or so, we will be going live on Wednesdays only at 8 p.m. while I handle some uh, two-month-old baby duties. And then hopefully within the next month or so, we get back to our Tuesday, Thursday schedule. But for the next month, we will be live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Look for us on our socials as they will be ramping up to get out the content instead of us doing two shows a week. Theories, take it away. Just want to point out DeAndre Swift has nine carries this game and he caught one pass. So he has five times his usage from last week. So if you guys listened earlier and you started him, he might be in, uh, in pretty good shape. But anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on X, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next Wednesday at PNI, baby. Enjoy week two. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Put a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bet. I Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to.